All right, listen to this. Remember that guy I was telling you about at the health club? The flyboy? Yeah. He gave me an open-lipped kiss. So? So, we've always just kind of pecked. This one had a totally different dynamic. Really? Yeah, I mean, his upper lip landed flush on my upper lip, but his lower lip landed well below my rim. Moisture? Yeah, definite moisture. That's an open lip kiss, all right. Yeah, listen, I think he's giving me a big signal. Maybe he wants to change our relationship. I mean, maybe he wants to ask me out. I don't know why you're interested in this guy. He's a jerk. Because he doesn't pay any attention to me and he ignores me. Yeah, so? I respect that. January 30th, 2022. Hi. Welcome. Hey. Welcome, friends, to 2022. I guess, yeah. Here hope, we are. Hope you had a nice new year. Uh-huh. Right? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You can tell things are going well over here in this corner of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything's pandemic-y. Still. And it's been turned up to 11 pandemic-y, and now it's turned down to nine and a half pandemic-y. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I just don't know anymore. That's fair. Happy New Year, I guess. Right. <laughs> Time marches on, and so do we. Um, okay, so, um, since our last regular trip in... Uh, December, way back then, because we had the pendies mm. after that, right? Um, you have probably noticed that we released two uh, mini-episode previews for Genesis Avalon Patriot. Or you haven't noticed yet, and that is also okay. And you probably maybe also noticed the first episode came out last week. That maybe you should have noticed. We didn't get to run any previews here because... They, we didn't know when they would be coming it was... through January, and then the, the pendies were there. We had no time to tell you. Yeah. That's why you should be following us on social medias. And st I'm, I'm making the case for why no one should listen to this show. Um, <laughs> yes, that you Oops. did do that. But Oops. we still have our listener. Yes, the three have dropped to one. So <laughs> thank you, Jillian. We appreciate you. Um, wow. So wow. yeah, um, Genesis Avalon Patriot first episode came out last week, and it will be running monthly. Um, so check it out. Check it out, and if you dig it and you haven't heard the original, you can go back and listen to the first fifty episodes from the first series. They're in the same podcast feed on the same page on the website, so you can check that out if you dig it. Yeah, that's that's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, a whole month between episodes. What are you gonna do? Well, right. Because like we, I worked with Cat. And Chris on the show to be sure that it was accessible to new people who hadn't heard the old show. Mm. So if you found it as a new show, totally cool. And then if you end up liking it, you can go back and listen to the old stuff. But there's so much in there for people who enjoyed the original that, you know, to see this as a follow-up. So the it works both ways. the experience. Yes. Yeah, it's really cool, right? So yeah, check it out. Do check it out. And uh, the only other piece of news that we have is that the release calendar on the website in the coming soon section linked from every page is been updated has been updated wow i completely ruined my tenses <laughs> has been updated through all of 2022 including all of genesis avalon patriot and even season 12 of the kingery 
Uh, season 11 hasn't even finished yet, but it you'll see where that's going to start. It's all in there. So should Jillian want to know when things are coming out? That's right. Jillian can check. <laughs> On the website. And so can everyone else. There is no one else. <laughs> Let's be honest. Or maybe they're checking it out and not listening to this show. That could happen. Yeah, there's some people who just love the coming soon section of the website, but listen to nothing. They just go there to see the updates. They refresh it every day. And that's it. They don't listen. No. They just want to see what's happening on the website. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, We do still have um, other stuff in production there's that other show that we mentioned was in production and it still is we don't have a premiere date yet so that will be coming later and we are still um planning to do season two of dreamnasium so we have some revisions on the scripts to make and then we'll be moving into casting so you can look forward to that sometime hopefully not too far away as well i i feel like this year it has to be this year we're gonna make it happen this year season two of dreamnasium Uh uh-huh okay let's do it That's great, because now we're set up to be disappointed with ourselves later on. Wait, I shouldn't say let's do it. That's cliche, right? I don't like it. Lock and load. No. Let's do this. Yeah, right? I'm like so tired of hearing both of those things. We've been watching a lot of television, and it just happens over and over and over. Well, what else do you do during your third pandemic? Well, okay, third year of the same pandemic. I'm tired. Don't. Don't don't remind people of this. You no. reminded them. I did not. We're talking you talking about how pandemic-y things and were for like And then I got minutes. off the topic, oh. and what do you do? Bring it all back around. You've got to have a callback. But that's we're a writers. sad callback. It's a sad back. From Leesburg, Virginia, we have Aaron King on the line. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. How are you today? I'm good. It's, you know, it's Monday, so I haven't had time yeah. to get completely exhausted by the week yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's been a long week. It has, yeah, yeah. Today hasn't been as long a week as Friday was, but mm. it's been, it has been a bit of a long week. <laughs> are Are you still with snow up there? Um. Yeah, so there's snow, but it's mostly, it looks like snow, but it's actually ice. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I, but I we're get supposed, that. Yeah, we're supposed to get a little bit of a warm snap in the next couple of days. It's going to get up to mm. a balmy 45. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so I'm hoping that some of the ice will actually melt because I'm kind of tired of my tires spinning out uh, um, yeah. every time I try to get out of the neighborhood. <laughs> Do you have one of those driveways where you look at it and go, if there's ice on it, I'm going to die? No, our driveway is not super sloped, but I drive a tiny little Kia hatchback that weighs like four pounds. So, right. and the, the plows, so I live in a cul-de-sac and the plows came down, but they decided to plow everything kind of right to the end of my driveway. So my husband shoveled a little path for me to back my car out of, uh-huh. but I can go straight back. And then there's just random patches of black ice all over the street. So oh, it keeps you on your toes. Exactly, exactly, which is just where I want to be when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. So, um, we have questions. Hopefully Great, I have, have answers. Let's oh, I was match. hoping. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, you know, things are very short and one-sided when it's just me talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, let's, let's jump into Major Machine. Yeah. You are 
our Apprentice Mallory. Tell us about Apprentice Mallory. I love Mallory. Mallory is, honestly, I identify with her a lot. Like she doesn't like conflict. She wants everything to be right in every sense, kind of. Like she wants to Mm -hmm. be doing the right thing and she also wants to be doing things correctly. And she has kind of glommed on to the fact that uh, what everyone else around her thinks is the right thing is maybe not quite the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's, you know, that's what she's being trained to do. So she, I I have a feeling, I don't know for a fact, um, but I do have a feeling that at some point she is probably going to switch sides. Um, I can't, I, that's, that's not a spoiler. I can neither confirm nor deny. I have seen no scripts. I don't know what, the writer is going to do that's just my personal like i would not be surprised if mallory ends up flipping sides so well anything's possible yeah now with without getting spoilery of course um has there been anything that you've done with mallory any scenes or anything that that stand out for you that you've been like yeah that that was cool or that you enjoyed there have been but I have to be completely honest here. Like, I I definitely remember doing some recordings where I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that felt really good. I really enjoyed that. But I could not yeah. tell you off the top of my head what they were because we were since we were record kind of spaced out and mm-hmm. I've been playing Mallory for, I'm pretty sure it was before the pandemic started. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been like two years of of recording her. And so I definitely have had moments where I've been really excited. I, I enjoy the times when she gets to snap back a little bit at Winlow Mm -hmm. and be a little bit more, I guess a little less meek and a little less soft. I would, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we will get to see more of that from her in the future. Again, I don't know, but Mm -hmm. there, but there definitely are some moments that she has where she does, I mean, you can tell that it's stepping out of her comfort zone a little bit, mm-hmm. but she's like, no, we're, we need, this needs to, this needs to be this way. Um, and yeah, I like that about her. I, f- I find Mallory a very easy character to play because I do think that she is a lot like me. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get that impression when you auditioned? Was that the draw? No. So I auditioned for basically, I I feel like I sent in an audition piece for pretty much every character that I was like remotely in like the right age and gender zone to play. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And Mallory was one of the ones that I did really like, but the audition piece for her didn't give me as much of an idea of what she was like, what she was and what she was going to become Um, Right. You only get a little tidbit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just a couple of lines. And so I was like, I can see this character being fun, but there wasn't as much personality of hers that came through Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, Most of what I got from her in the audition piece was actually one of Winlow's lines that Mm -hmm. something about, you know, some sarcastic thing about, oh, are you going to go write about it in your diary with your sparkle glitter pen? And... (laughs) I was like, oh, but I like, and I'm like, you know, reading through the script and looking at the jar of glitter pens sitting on my desk <laughs> right next to me. And I'm like, 
All right. Nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So when I when I got the offer to play Mallory, I was like, yeah, that's that's appropriate. <laughs> Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> nice. So nice. yeah, no, but she's a lot of fun. I'm I'm enjoying her. We haven't recorded anything for a while. Um, and whenever I see one of the scripts show up in my inbox, I get very excited. I'm like, yay, I get to visit this character again. She seems like she's going to be fun. Yeah. She has. She yeah. has that potential there. Yeah. My and like I said, my hope is that she's going to turn out to be a secret agent. Um, and <laughs> and I think I think that, that would, I know I think that would be really, really fun. I, I won't necessarily be <clears throat> disappointed if she's not, but I think it would be really mm. fun if if that does happen. So I'm excited to see what ends up uh, coming down the pipeline for her. Very, very cool. Other than being more assertive and, and such, um, is there anything that else that you want to see her do? So I realize that her thing is like magic, but I want I want to see her do like badass fighting magic. And I realize mm -hmm. that it's like an audio production, and so it wouldn't come through quite the same as like an action movie. But I think it would be really cool to see her not not just be more assertive with her colleagues and stuff, but it would be really cool to see her like really come into her own and like discover mm -hmm. her inner badass. Um, Have that Neville Longbottom moment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want from her. That's what I want her to be able to do, because I can tell that it's in there and I just really want her to have a chance to let it out. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, and um, we we have some some serious audio fighting scenes in 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 our shows so oh yes yes yeah it it can be done it definitely oh, can I know. be done yeah and i imagine magic fighting would have completely different types of um sound effects than like sword fighting mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i guess major machine has it kind of has i mean it's not sword fighting but like there's no, but now you got the tech aspect. Yeah, there's to, the tech coupled aspect. with it too. Right? Yeah, so you get kind of the the gamut of different types of sounds. So I'm I'm betting that the the sound engineers have a lot of fun putting this one together. <laughs> um, and Major Machine definitely has its own voice when it comes to the sounds and and mixing the the magic and the um, technology. It's very different from say Genesis Avalon. Which you know I'm going to bring up Genesis Avalon. <laughs> I was just uh, thinking. I was like, there it is. <laughs> yeah. What what's the over under? The timestamp is what now? Um, <laughs> um, it's got you know it's magic based and it's got mm -hmm. its its voice as well. It's magical voice. So and it's very different. And I think it it's very cool how yeah each show ends up um, sounding unique and distinct. Yeah, yeah, that's especially like, you know, Pendant has so many shows mm -hmm. that it would be very easy for at some point them to start to sound alike, but they don't. Which... Yeah, I think as close as we get to that is when you have like little Easter eggs, like mm -hmm. um, somebody's ringtone on their phone is the theme song from one of the other shows. Yes, and God, I love it when stuff like that happens. That is like catnip for me. I'm like, I know, that's an Easter egg. I recognize uh -huh, that. I love it uh -huh. so much. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Some of the the directors, they they toss those in there and 
if you catch it, you're like, hey, <laughs> you know, yes. kind of thing. Yeah, that appeals to the part of my brain that likes things like fan fiction. And I'm mm -hmm. like, like, I, I love those little like those little tiny nuggets that just give you a little something extra about the world or crossing mm -hmm. genres or not genres, but like, you know, it, it, the lines blur right between right. shows and universes and stuff. And I love it mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. We need crossovers. That's what we need to do. <laughs> I, have there been no crossovers on Pendant in all the years that? Well, there was the 15th anniversary special. Okay. Which was um, written, I think the, it was either written by or the lead writer was Pete Mylan. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly. And if I haven't, please forgive me. Um, but it was a bunch of pendant shows walk into a bar. Okay. And so it's um, all the characters from the different shows end up mixed up at different tables. Okay. I'm going to have to so go that, back and find that. Is that, I imagine I can find that on the feed. Um, yeah. So it's, I don't know if it's in the TWIP feed. It's definitely on the pendant website. Okay. Um, I need to go back and find that. Cause that sounds really, it's, that it's, sounds fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun to listen to. And it was also, um, I got to be the, um, the restaurant host. So nice. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, it was yeah they got to get their host in there. So, yeah, I'm glad that you got to participate. I, I would seat people. I, I was seating perfect. two of the characters, which was kind of neat. That's perfect. Yeah. But it's definitely fun to listen to. So you presumably will be on more Major Machine as, the, as time goes on. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that I've been written out. So <laughs> as of right now, I think I'm still on it. Awesome. Awesome. And as it turns out, even if somebody should die, not saying that happens, but as we know, even when people die, they still show up in future episodes. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so. Well, now I'm starting to think like, you know, obviously I love Mallory and I don't want her dead, but it would be kind of cool to do a death scene. So maybe if she does end up getting killed off at some point, I can have mm -hmm. a really fun, dramatic death scene. That'll be a lot of fun to record. <laughs> I was going to ask you after we talked about um, seminar, um, what kinds of things that you, you would also like to do. So you, so you want to die. Yep. Yep. I would love to. Ha I've never. So I've been doing stage theater since I was a kid and I've never uh -huh. had a big dramatic death scene. Um, so, yeah, that that would be fun. Um, uh -huh. I'm trying to think. So in seminar, I played a coffee pot. I think it was an espresso machine specifically. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, that was such what? a fun short. It really was. It was so much fun to record and reading the script. I was like, this is hilarious. Like whoever conceptual, I can't remember who wrote that one, but yeah. it was so beautifully done. Now, is that um, something that you auditioned for? Were you drawn to the coffee pot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or... Yes. I'm yes, I am. Uh, you know, your basic suburban mom. Uh, uh -huh. I, I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I immediately was like, oh, the coffee pot. And then I when I read the script, I was like, OK, no, but actually that would be a really fun part to play. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was I was excited when I was cast as the coffee pot or the espresso machine, because mm -hmm. that, that was the role that I had been going for with that one. I don't remember exactly how I found Pendant. I think it probably it had to have been through Twitter. 
through like voice actor Twitter mm-hmm. at some okay. point. I mean, it was it was a while ago. Um, and right. somehow I found right. seminar mm-hmm. and auditioned for the espresso machine. And that was the first thing I did with you guys. And then I feel like there's been something else, another short, but I can't remember. Maybe I haven't done another short. Maybe I'm, I may have just auditioned for something. Um, but yeah, somehow you guys got on my radar and you're, you've got so many different shows that I'm like, you know, there's always something to audition for at any point. We're awesome. That's really yes. what it comes down to. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> and um, one of the things that Pendant does really well is we put up a schedule and we really hit, we hit those dates and we get yes. the stuff out. We're, I think we have a reputation of being reliable for having stuff come out in an expected way where I've listened to other shows and I'm like, this is really cool. And I get four episodes in and then a month passes, six months pass. And I'm like, uh, that was really cool. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, what is the word that I'm looking for? I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is. My brain is fried. It's only Monday. Um, but hey, yeah, like the fact, that that you guys, <laughs> the fact that you guys, you, you stick to your deadlines and mm-hmm. you, you publish your deadline. This is when this one, like auditions close for this one. Cause mm-hmm. I've definitely auditioned for things before because I saw them. I saw the audition. I sent in mm-hmm. the audition piece and then I find out that it's already been cast, but the audition notice is still up somewhere. Right. Um, with no with no end date. So if you don't say when the end date is, then I'm going to assume it's still open. Sure. It's reasonable. But yeah. So I appreciate that that pendant follows through and sticks to their guns on their deadlines and you post them everywhere. Um, and, you know, as a as a performer, it's also nice to have like the long lead times on recording. Um, mm-hmm. There's usually like three weeks between when we get the script and when the lines are due. And I mm-hmm. used to be really good about getting the lines sent in within like the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. And there have definitely been a number of them, especially last year when my kids were distance learning and like I couldn't record during the day with them at school because right. they weren't at school. And so I would have to record at night and there were just so and I, I was trying to catch up on work because the kids were home all day during the day. So there were definitely a lot of times when I was like barely squeezing in my lines under the wire at the last minute. And I always felt so bad, but I know that they have the calendar set up the way they have it set up to give themselves mm-hmm. plenty of buffer to edit and stuff. So as long as you yep. get it in by the, by, you know, that last minute, you're fine. I think, I think it's well planned out yeah. to account for re-records and changes mm-hmm. and somebody does something, some kind of ad lib and somebody goes, Oh, you know what? That's pretty good. We have to figure out how to make that work. Cause that that's a gem or, yeah. you know, something, you know, Stuff happens, life happens, other life happens, and still want to hit those deadlines. Yeah, the way you guys plan stuff out and and stick to it, it, it honestly, it is impressive. And I and you know, Pendant's been around long enough that obviously you have figured out the system that works, mm-hmm. and it's it's great that that you found that and stuck around long enough to get to that point. Because I know, like you said, there are a lot of shows that start out real strong, and then kind of fizzle out just because there's only one person working on it 
consistently and they get burned out and they don't have the help. So it's nice that this network is big. So, um, oh, you know what? It wasn't 15. It was pendant, uh, 10th anniversary. My mistake. Oh, 10th anniversary. Okay. 10th anniversary. It's all coming back to me as I look <laughs> it up on my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The honestly, I mean, I know we're all in the same boat where time has lost all meaning and, nothing yeah. i'm like i sit here and i'm like oh man this thing that feels like it was yesterday was actually three years ago and actual yesterday feels like just a decade ago right everything right. is so wibbly wobbly Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully there's uh, a light at the end of the tunnel soon and we'll yeah fingers crossed back to it it would be nice so um Doing the coffee machine, getting us back to seminar. Um, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> um, doing the coffee machine. So that is a lot less of a commitment than Apprentice Mallory. Mm -hmm. um, doing a reoccurring character or recurring character and a short, do you um, approach those differently? Long form versus short form? Not really. Um, when I started doing Mage and Machine, I didn't realize exactly how recurring Mallory was. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. realize that she wasn't just going to be, like, a one-off who popped in for, like, a line mm -hmm. or two here and there over a couple of episodes and then disappeared. So I was delighted when I kept getting scripts and I kept getting to record her. Um, but it does mean that, especially since there is so much time in between recordings, I'll have to go back and, like, reread old scripts mm -hmm. to remind myself what happened. Um, right. And there is always the the idea of, OK, well, and I, I imagine this happens to every performer who's on some kind of long form thing like this or, you know, writers for long form things like this, where I'm like, OK, well, I have to make sure that I keep in mind what I did in the past, how I delivered lines in the past, like d so that mm -hmm. I don't deliver a line a certain way now that contradicts the way I like the way I would have done it. I don't know if I'm making sense, but you, you try and go for consistency. Yeah. Well, yeah. Consistent consistency and like the character development over time, but right. also factoring in like how the character stays the same at her core throughout mm -hmm. the course of time. So, you know, you don't want to suddenly drastically change the way she reacts to something when there hasn't been a good reason for her to react that way. Right. Other than it's been six months since the last time she had to react to that thing. And now mm -hmm. I've forgotten. Um, so it's, it, it's definitely, I mean, there's obviously a lot more to it with a long form thing like this um, rather than just, you know, it's, it's not a one-off the coffee machine was, just quick one and done. And this one, there's a lot more backstory to keep in mind and front story mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to figure out, like I'm starting to realize now that Mallory's kind of coming out of her shell a little bit. She's, you know, she's not quite as meek as I was initially playing her. And I think mm -hmm. that's fine because she, that, that that's developing as the series goes right. on. Right. Um, growth. But yeah. Because it, yeah, it's growth for her. And so it's not, a situation of you know oh well i was playing her this way at the beginning and now i'm playing her this way and was there a, a moment when i you know 
shifted drastically, but I don't, I don't think that's happened. I think that right. she's been written in a way that's made it very easy to gradually make that shift um, mm -hmm. as time goes on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are you doing some stuff outside of Pendant as well? I am not there. There was a time around the time that I started doing Mage and Machine. I was doing lots and lots of things here and there. Now I have just a few that I'm doing fairly consistently. Um, I frequently guest in on the Grey Rooms podcast, which is like okay. a horror anthology. OK. Um, and so they send me stuff pretty frequently. Um, tend, tends to be um, Usually it's like more of like a, a small little kind of bit part. It means that I get to have a lot of fun playing with character. Um, and once in a while I'll get to like narrate a short story. The first thing I did for them was a short story about um, a sort of the ring-esque type of TV channel. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and so that, that one's always a lot of fun. I'm always excited when I get stuff from them. And then I am playing a CIA agent on the Amelia project mm -hmm. that has, That's that was, cool. yeah, that was the one that when they reached out to me to ask me if I would be interested in like this brief, like one page cameo, I was fangirling so hard. And then it ended up turning <laughs> into a recurring, like fairly major character, there you go. Um, which has been like a dream come true and just like wild that, that that happened and it happened because of another like not like nonfiction podcast that I do um, with a friend of mine where we play fuck, Mary kill. Um, it's called <laughs> FMK all day and Pip it's called what FMK all day. Okay. We haven't done it in a while. She's my co-host is making a career transition. Mm -hmm. um, and now that she's going to be interfacing with clients, she's like, I don't know if I should necessarily talk about how I want to, you know, what I because we we play no holds barred fuck Mary kill on that show and so uh -huh. we get just weird with it. She's like, I don't know if I want them listening to an episode where I talk about like masturbating in a pile of cookies. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I can appreciate that. I can wow. see how maybe you don't want your clients um, discovering that. But so the fact that that was my gateway <laughs> into the Amelia Project reaching out and being like, hey, do you want to play a CIA agent for us? That was wild. That was absolutely, I was like, I mean, yes, but also like, really? <laughs> this is so weird. I don't, I don't even know how Pip found that show. It had to have been through Twitter because mm -hmm. I followed the Amelia Project and he had to have just found it that way. Um, so those, those are the two things that I've mostly been doing um, okay. along with Mage and Machine. And then in other nonfiction podcasting, um, my friend James and I do a by the minute movie podcast. Uh -huh. So we have done Newsies Minute, um, covering the 1992 Disney musical. Mm -hmm. We did Crossroads Minute, where we covered the 2002 Britney Spears movie. And we did Can't Hardly Wait Minute. And then we just started airing She's All That Minute. And the format for that one is that every episode is one minute of the movie. And so we release five episodes a week typically in like the 20 minute range, sometimes a little shorter, sometimes a little longer. Um, and we just keep going until we hit the end of the movie. Okay. And we, yeah. So we discuss, you know, 
characters. James does a lot of research on that one. Um, the the minute movies are actually really easy for me because he brings all the research and I just have to also be there. <laughs> but he he researches the the actors and the directors and the writers and various things that stand out to him when he's watching the minute. He's like, oh. Mm -hmm. That sign in the background is interesting. Let me look up the company that that sign is for, and I'll tell you all about that company. Um, which doesn't sound like it's always interesting, but it usually is. He finds some of the weirdest stuff. Um, well, if you do a movie like, you know, any one of the Marvel movies, you'll have like a minute will take about an hour to talk about because there's going to be so those things, those movies are so dense. Yes. With stuff. So James and, um, Colin, who Colin Parker is the um, head of the Scavengers Network, which is the network that our Minute Movie podcast is on. They do a mm -hmm. show called Timeline Scavengers, where they cover every single Marvel movie scene by scene in chronological order. Which mm -hmm. means that if a new movie comes out and there's stuff that takes place like mi that's mixed in with what they've already recorded, mm -hmm. they just record that and then kind of drop it in where it belongs it in. in the mm -hmm. place. Yeah. And so they're going to be doing that show probably for the rest of eternity. Um, well, the Eternals probably gave them a ton of work to do. Yeah. Yeah. There, that is one I'm not, I'm, I feel like a, a bad friend and uh, fellow network person saying this, but I don't like Marvel movies. Um, so I have not listened to Timeline Scavengers, so I don't know anything about any of it. Um, I think the last superhero movie I watched, I think was Christian Bale's first Batman movie. So it's, it's been a while. I just, superhero oh, There goes a movies. third of the bullet questions. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> there, goes, there goes a third of the bullet questions. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. I just, I don't know what it is. Somehow with like superhero movies, they don't hold my attention. They never really have. So. Okay. That's, that's so, fair. It's not So anytime everybody. people start talking about um, Marvel stuff, my eyes just kind of glaze over. Mm. And I always feel bad <laughs> when James is trying to talk to me. He's like, we're doing this cool thing on Timeline Scavengers. And I'm like, uh-huh, I'm sure it's really cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's all right. Not okay. everything is for everyone, so. That's true. That's true. Okay. Now that I've destroyed your interview list. <laughs> no, no, I have other bullet. Bullet questions um, are, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's like the first thing that comes to mind for you. Okay. Um, and we'll get there shortly. Um, do you have um, a social media presence people can find you on? I do. So I'm on Twitter at unabashedly Aaron. And mm -hmm. once every three to six months, I remember I have a Twitter account and I go in and I'm really active on it for a day or two. And then I kind mm -hmm. of tend to disappear again. But yeah, I've done that. Yes. But if you do actually need me at unabashed James, is, James is on Twitter constantly. So if he, so you can always tell him that you need me to get on Twitter and he will tell me to get on Twitter and then I'll see the message that I need to see. <laughs> okay. Very good. Um, Facebook, Instagram. I'm, I'm on Facebook as myself. Um, mm -hmm. But if I don't know you personally, I probably won't accept a friend mm -hmm. request. And honestly, it's mostly just me talking about 
horses and my kids. So mm. it's, it's not a super fascinating place to follow me. I do have an Instagram, which is also at unabashedly Aaron. But again, I, I don't, I don't use it super often. I'm so bad at social media. I really am. I keep meaning to be better about it. And then I just mm. never actually follow through with that intention. Use Facebook mostly for following pendant folk and um, Gary Larson stuff. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah, far side. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I most honestly, I mostly use it for a handful of groups, mostly equestrian groups that oh, cool. I have, you know, gotten to know people in um, over the years, and yeah. So. Um. People can find me on Twitter at jg underscore qa, and um, on Facebook, um, by my name, it's it's out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So bullet questions. Bullet questions. Okay. Are you ready? I guess so. Ready as I'm going to be. Favorite pizza topping. Pepperoni. Favorite Muppet. Uh, Kermit. No, Rizzo. 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 Okay. Yes. I said Kermit only because I'm looking at Kermit on the screen right now. Because that's Yeah, your my avatar thing. is Kermit's head on Yoda's body. Yes. I ah. like Kermit, but Rizzo. Rizzo's my favorite. Easy being green, it is not. It's true. Favorite Star Trek movie? I've never seen a Star Trek movie, but my favorite um, like series of Star Trek was uh, Deep Space Nine. I used to watch that with my dad. Awesome. So I have fond memories of Captain Janeway. And, and have you seen... I think um, that was, wait, was that Deep that was Space Voyager. Nine? No, that was Voyager. Voyager. Okay, okay. Yes. I stand and corrected. It, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it, it was. Now, have you seen Prodigy? No. Yeah, with the hologram Catherine Janeway? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I was not aware of that. I might need to look into that. Streams on Paramount. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Let's see. So okay, we'll so the Star Wars we'll one is one. out, the Marvel one is out, the DC one is out. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can ask the question. I might have an answer, but it might just be okay. an answer I pull out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, so the person who doesn't like Star, Star uh, Marvel movies, what's your favorite Marvel movie? Uh, X Men. Okay. Is that Marvel? Yep. Okay, then yes. Judges, we'll, ding, we'll take it. We'll say um, the, the very first X Men movie. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, favorite DC movie? Uh, or TV show? Oh, TV show makes it even harder. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say um, uh, ba the Batman Returns. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Does, <laughs> we'll I, I'm like, does that count? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. I mean, yeah. Batman's DC. I can't think of it. Batman's DC. I can't think of any other ones besides Batman and Superman, so. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. Well, Flash hasn't had his movie yet. It's kind of. I, I, I haven't seen any of those. For some reason, I thought Wonder Woman was Marvel. Nope, I'm, she's DC. I'm a bad nerd. <laughs> That's okay. We take I'm good all at, kinds of I'm good of at nerd. other nerd things. That's cool. What What is your favorite uh, genre? Uh, like, of. Movies. Oh, of movies. Um, probably this is a very specific niche thing, but like '90s rom-coms. Okay. Like '90s Sandra Bullock movies. 
if Sandra nice. Bullock was in it in the nineties, it's, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I'll let you off the hook now. Thank you for being on. I really appreciate it. I know we, we've been playing tag as far as getting this thing set up. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Um, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to, that we were finally able to coordinate it. Um, cause it was, it was fun. Yes, it's, definitely fun. Yeah, yeah. And now the listeners will get to know a little bit about the voice behind Mallory. Absolutely. That's why we do these things. Yeah. All righty. I am going to kick this back to Tilly and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Okay, remember, new episodes of Pulp Today are coming out every Monday. That's right, and we don't have a return date for the writer's block yet, but it will be back soon. Soon! Coming out Wednesday, February 2nd, Kingery, season 11, season finale. Yes! Episode 12! It's episode 12, but it's also the finale. It is! Woo! <laughs> we are professionals. Darla? Down behind the desk, darling. Ah, there you are. Apologies for the lack of greeting when you entered. I fear present circumstances have left my hospitality lacking. You'd almost think I didn't own the place anymore. Not at all. Only there's a mob, you know. Oh, that's what that is. Maybe you could try on dresses another time, sweetie pie? Oh, believe me, I'd love to. That's not actually why I'm here today. I need to see your sales reports for the last couple of months. I give them to Major on time when she does her rounds. I'm never late on rent. I pay the pig. I've never dreamed of skimming off the top. I... No, no, I know. You're not in trouble. It's just a little project I'm working on. Now? Now. In the desk. Top drawer. You mind if I hook this drive up to my personal system? Just take it, darling. It's fine. I have backups. Thanks, darling. You're a peach. I keep your head down a while longer just to be safe. You don't fucking say, sweetie. Coming out Wednesday, February 16th, Major Machine, Season 2, Episode 10. Season finale! Woo! Here's what longer than I had to catch up again. Oh, boy. She couldn't. You! Kai, is, is she? <coughs> you handle security here. Yes. Just attack, right? Lock down the dig site. All of it. Now. Kai was down there. Ignore too. We have to... Kalira is my concern. Yours is to make sure that absolutely no one leaves the dig site. Now go. <coughs> Mac? Wake up. <laughs> huh. What? <coughs> Where? <clears throat> oh, hey, Sparkles. <sighs> <sighs> you came to on your own this time. Ah, don't worry about me. I'm fine. <clears throat> Ooh. <clears throat> ah. Hey. How do we get outside? My teleport spell? 
<laughs> oh, check it out. Your magic doesn't fry my circuits anymore. Oof. Oh, you didn't grab Ellie. Ah, hope she's okay. Whew. There was someone else in there? I didn't know. Coming out Wednesday, February 23rd, Seminar, episode 103. Nope, nope, nope. We are not stopping. Get up, Leonor. We are going. Also coming out February 23rd, which is a Wednesday, <laughs> Genesis Avalon, Patriot, Episode 2. I'll send you the passport information in just a moment. No, he isn't. I trust that won't be a problem. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. That's right, Geneva only. Thank you, and you have a splendid day. Uh-oh. That's never a good noise. Oh my gosh, that feels so good. Damn, you are just one big knot. I can't even feel the muscles anymore. You gotta stop doing this to yourself, your worship. Oh, doing what? Oh, being the king? <laughs> Fairly certain there's very little I could do to change that. Ah. Oh. This is the literal definition of the job. Taking calls, making calls, being a politician. It's what I always planned to do at some point. Oh. Oh. But trying to solve everything at once isn't working either. Yeah, because you're not supposed to solve them all at once. They all want to be top priority as well. Oh! You gonna listen to your wife, or are you gonna argue? Nope, point made. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> okay, that's the end of the show, and now there's a lawnmower outside. So yep. I don't know if you can hear it, but... Hopefully not. We're just pressing on anyway, because Jillian doesn't mind. No, so... and really... This is not really at the standard of anything professional. <laughs> Our other shows, I hope, you know, our other shows are, are much better so than much this. better. 
so much. So maybe Jillian, you should listen to those and not this. That's right. <laughs> Drop us down to zero. It's fine. Oh, be ah. sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio, the Twitter at pendantweb, we're on Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com, and you can find us on YouTube at Pendant Productions. And um, I think that's everything. It's been too long and I forgot my little spiel again, so... Okay. Hope that was it. You know, that's good enough. You should know by now. Yeah, you can find Jillian. us. We'll <laughs> see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening to this hot mess. You know, I think I love that it's still this week independent and it's monthly. I, I think I love that you've <laughs> said that before and continue to have the same belief. Well, it's still funny. <laughs> Got that, Jillian? It's funny. Hope you had a nice new year. Uh-huh. Right? I don't know. Whatever. The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. End of the show. That's the 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 end of the show.